Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of your favourite kind of history podcast. It's Mysteries with myself and Kieran Bartlett, who it seems to me is draping his knitwear now. Um, I've decided to drape, it's too, it's too warm to wear. Do you know what the problem is? I think you promised more than you could deliver. I did. With I, your knitwear, you made it seem like you had 20 items in knitwear. And really, I have about seven. We, we've seen like two or three. You're just wearing them different ways. This is no. I have about seven. Is it just, they're just all different color. I have. They're all mostly black and grey. Right. I have. I have this one, which is like a school jumper style. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you know there is one? Fuck! It'll be in season two. There's one that's in the house right. that I haven't worn. That's brownish. Right. And it's which for, is Irish for brown. Believe. And it's and it's has like wee stripes and also Christmassy Cute. Christmassy vibe. Okay. I have this one. I have that one. I have my green iron one. I have a grey iron one. I have a black. Like zip through one. Like people want to see this. And I have a wee. No, I've about seven. I think I've seven or eight. Yeah, right. Seven. Now we should point out that um, Dan's producing. Uh, Fosty's normally here, but he went to a stag do in Texas and is MIA. So we don't know where he is. He's phone. Danny's phoning me. Do I Missing take it on the episode? America. Take it on the episode. Embarrassing. Fosty, you're li- you're live on an episode of Mysteries here. Um, are you coming in, mate? Uh, not today. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Are we going to be doing an episode on your time in Texas? Uh, yes, absolutely. Historic. All right, man. Well, listen. I'm going to let you recover um, <laughs> for, from whatever ails you, and uh, I'll speak to you soon. Okay, love you. All right, partner. Love you too. Bye. <laughs> too much barbecue, fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's what it is, brisket. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Fosty's not going to be here. So Dan has. He's really dug himself into a hole by revealing that because Fossey's not going to be here, there will be no light of the Emperor of Vespasian. Yeah, I, I feel like the lamp of Vespasian would have been flashing there while I was counting through yeah. my, my network. <laughs> That's still on the desk. <laughs> Look, let's, uh, let's, let's get into this episode, which we'll want to dedicate to Fossey and hope he, hope he recovers and gets better soon. Absolutely. But they can treat everything now, so it's all good. This episode is... Now, can I just point out, first of all, Dan has done a lot of... UHR in the last few days unnecessary historical research can I tell you about <laughs> can I can I tell you about a, a, an amusing historical mix up yeah, yeah. not amusing for Dan see them right. Dan text we were talking about we'll do William Wallace or or he goes we'll do Rob 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 Roy yeah Rob Roy yeah right so I was like ah yeah Robert the Bruce so I said, yes, mate, Rob all the way. So this morning I, rev- I, I t- was talking about Robert De Bruce and he's like, you're in Rob Roy. I said, no, no. In the WhatsApp I said Bobby Bruce. Uh, but then, yeah, I, 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 he thought I was doing Rob Roy. Meanwhile, I've been reading about everything about Robbie Williams because I just didn't really <laughs> read the message. Rob Roy, <laughs> Rob the Bruce, Rob Williams, <laughs> Rob Bryden. Dan's been, Dan's been balls deep in Rob Roy for the past week. <laughs> Fosley's just robbing us all over time. <laughs> so, uh, I, can I just say how much I enjoyed? Hold on, two seconds. I think that pot's calling my kettle black. <laughs> Don't ever talk to anyone about time. I just enjoyed when he said, "Not today, not today, <laughs> mate." Like he's, he sounded like a dying bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> not today, folks. <laughs> what we are doing today is Robert the Bruce. No, uh, Bruce. One of the one of the most important historical figures in British history. 
Now, what do you know about Bobby the Bruce and is most of it based on the film Braveheart? Yes, it's all yeah. based on Braveheart. Because see in my head, the guy who plays him, that's how he looked. Yeah, yeah. Him, to me. Uh, handsome bastard. Uh, the furs, the furs of Scotland. Well, he, he apparently was handsome. Really? A very handsome guy. And um, Edward, who were good, like, look at that. He weirdly he looks handsome. He looks like my dad a wee bit. He does. Um, Robert, De Bru- we're going to be talking about Edward Longshanks a little bit as well, who again, apparently uh, HSG, historically sexy guy. Really? Yeah. Played in the movie by Patrick McGoohan. Right. Of Ivanhoe fame, I think. The restaurant carried off? Yeah, yeah. He, he <laughs> loves that. He loved it in there. Do you know? Do you know all I know about Edward Longshanks? Also based on uh, the movie Braveheart is the is the line, "The trouble with Scotland <laughs> is that it's full of Scots," <laughs> and then everyone laughs. <laughs> like he contributed nothing else, bar that line, and they're like, "This guy has a zinger." Yeah, he hates his son as well. Yeah, <laughs> he hates his son, and his son's game it <laughs> throws him out the window. That's who we're going to be talking about. Don't worry, later on. Right, let's talk about Robert de Bruce, uh, born in 1274 at Turnberry Castle in Scotland. Robert de Bruce was born into like a noble family. So he gets known kind of, he's called like the outlaw king and things like that. But we've done episodes and talked about people in history who are outlaws and rebels. And they normally come from uh, impoverished backgrounds. Make no mistake, Robert de Bruce is, is coined up. Can I ask a question about him? A genuine yes. question? I may or may not know the answer. What is the the about? Right. Well, his family was were like Bruce. Like, like his name's Robert Earls Bruce. of Bruce or something. Were there? It's like so. His his grandfather. Don't, don't look at me, Karen. I I know all about Rob Roy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was just I I don't know his his grandfather was very famous as well. He was he was Robert the like optioner. Or something. Right, it was really okay. weird. Uh, I so just mean like it's a bit like going Shane the Todd. You know what I mean? It's well, please bit, do. It's just a, or when people call it the Moy. Do you think he didn't have like something he was really about? You know the way they'd be like you know you know Kieran the small hands. Do you think he didn't have something? So they're like, oh, you're just Robert the, and he's like Bruce, Bruce. just my surname. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. wick nickname, isn't it, Robert the Bruce? But anyway, his to give you a bit of background, noble family, so he would have been very well educated, spoke various languages, military tactics, uh, he would have had connections, um, and his dad was like a main guy, right? Right, and they're involved in the kind of the lineage of the crown of Scotland, right? Okay. Um, what you need to and know, well, about, in like a dispute about who rules Scotland. Well, or? that that his life, most of his life is a dispute about the crown. Fuck's sake! I know. Well, what about, imagine Nothing making that your whole life. I know the rule Scotland. Like yeah, and spoiler, let's see. By the time when we get to the end where he dies, he basically it's like winning the lotto a week before you die. Right, right, right. Okay. right. Um, so his his fa- there's obviously at this point um, there is huge. Instability in in Scotland, uh, the the Balliol, may I may not be wrong pronunciation, family kind of have have been given the the rights to rule Scotland. There's Edward Edward the first right, the King of England. Longshanks. Longshanks is running Scotland. 
right? He he's basically being like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you that. And he's not the official ruler, but he basically is. So it's the sort of thing where English kings at this time used to like look at a bit of land and go, I own that. I'll take that. What happens is they don't the 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 lineage runs out. The king dies. I think the king's daughter gets um is is next in line, but she ends up dying when she's seven. I think I have that right. They they appoint some guardians um to just oversee like a transition and take care of things. But what happens is all these noble families come forward and say, I have the I have the right, I'm I should be the king. The Scots are so worried about the instability that they go to Edward and they say, Give us a hand with this process of picking a king. This is this is the equivalent of when you have a row in your marriage and somebody decides to go to their ma. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Foolish. Yeah. Keeping your own Edward just comes over, arms crossed. Keeping your own house. No, we all have problems in, in our marriage, but but what yeah, what's going on here? What are you doing to my son? Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just leave, just leave it. Just don't get involved. So there's like a two-year court, like a grand court into all these claims and all this, and um, Edward appoints something like 104 English jurors to this. Oh, my God. Pe- people to decide. Imagine how boring that was. Yeah. And and then I bet you, I bet you it's like people coming in with like bits of paper that they've teabagged, now historical teabagging, not... Modern, yeah, where the tea bag it to make it look old and like burn the edges off it to make it look like a, yeah, a four year yeah. history project and come in and go, Look, it says on this bit of old yeah. paper, I'm the king. The jurors are going, Fuck, yeah, why does it smell like coffee? So, um, Robert's da, um, who, who, who is like a really well known nobleman. Resigns from his position. Robert becomes the Earl of Carrick. So Robert's basically saying, "I see that throne and I and I want to take it." Right. Now, in loads of historical depictions, he comes across as this like he's this hero. He's celebrated, real historical bad bastard. Right. Okay. This guy would have done anything for the crown. Anything. He's going to kill men, women. Children, he's going to burn villages in really? Scotland. Yes, he's a Scottish hero. This guy will not think twice. It'd be like it'd be like RTB Huh? RTB HBB. What's that? Robert the Bruce, historical bad bastard. <laughs> That's what they say. That's mental. I didn't know. I didn't know he's burning that, fucking villages. Or? Put that in the key ring. He, he is. It's just a quest for this crown. It sends right. all these people mad. Um, there, there, anyway, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of disputes. Clearly. Uh, Scottish are fighting the English quite a bit. English are sort of like ruling Scotland. And no one really knows who's in charge. So, Dan, could you scroll down a little bit in that, t- that timeline for me? Um, thanks. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'll do. Thank revealing you. Revealing the man behind the curtain here a wee bit. <laughs> so, yeah, because I want to be, be clear on... Some dates. On dates. And I want to be clear on timeline. You normally um, don't care about stuff like that. You're normally just like... I know, but with, here's my problem. I've gone with multiple sources on this and right, it's got right, it in okay. my brain and it's diluted my head. Plus you've also got the very strong source of Braveheart. It's the only it's source. It's really hard. See what see when you've seen like something like that. Yeah. It's hard like it's hard for me now to to learn that Robert the Bruce isn't just this handsome bastard in a fur coat like. You've got um the Balliol families, right? And they're 
they're running this guy John Balliol he's the king of Scotland is that the same like Balliol as like uh, Balliol College Oxford is that the same is it yeah yeah, yeah it is it actually is I have no idea see with historical stuff like that you just go probably like because right. it's just Oxford is historical and all I know and so and he's a historical it's a, weird, it's a weird name if it's not that mm-hmm. do you know what I mean he's in prison though um this John Balliol guy and in the Tower of London because no, Edward no. Edward was like this is my boy, but by appointing John Balliol king, he was like you know you you're my wee you're my bitch yeah you're my you're my wee rent boy. I went past the Tower of London on a train there not that long ago I think or it might have been in a car I can't remember. Definitely went past it and uh, when I was in London last time right it's fucking rare like it's scary like you wouldn't want to be stuck in there. So that's the end of that story. I could have I went past the Tower of London. You wouldn't want to be in it. It's fucking grim. Well, John Balliol had no choice. No cho- I know what I'm saying. It must have been shit for him. Because, yeah, because Edward goes, you're, you're, you know, I'll make you the King of Scotland. John Balliol goes, great. And then he starts giving him all these caveats. He starts basically telling him, like, here's the, here's the way it is. Edward the Shawshanks. You know what I mean? Imprisoning people. John Balliol does not that deserve more. I did. John yeah. Balliol. I'll do it myself. He doesn't like it. You're patting the head in that police so boy yeah. for yourself. He doesn't like it. Right, uh, Robert the Bruce. Here's the thing about Robert the Bruce, right? Robert the Bruce is a guy who, you know, this Scottish hero, and you know, people obviously he's always in the conversation with William Wallace, but a lot of the time he was swearing allegiance and taking a knee to to Edward, to the English, because his village and his uh, castle, I think, was in place called Carrick right. not the Carrick here Carrick in Scotland and to keep like his people sweet to make sure they will, were loyal to him he made sure he had a good relationship with Edward Right. but something you'll see throughout talking about him is he always flip flops on that so it's it's optics with him mm. and do you like that do you think mm. like okay it has to be done as a necessary evil I don't usually you... like people like that in history but mm. like a bastards mm-hmm. I, li- I like I like more I like people who stand for something. I definitely don't like people who sort of yeah, who sort of you know lick the hole of whoever's persecuting their like the most of their own people. You know what I mean? That's that's what he was doing. But he's from this noble family. They had a lot of lands, so they wanted to keep the lands. Basically, yeah, I get that. But it's like you know, he's definitely a wee bit like you know, here Robert, lick your lips. Yeah, taste Longshanks. Yeah, yeah, taste the source. Yeah, know what I mean. So he wants to keep. All these lands, he's he sworn allegiance to the English, but always in the back of his head, he all he wants is to be the king of Scotland. He wants Scotland to be this independent, strong nation. Um, but he 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 knows how to play the game. He's skilled yeah. in he's skilled in diplomacy. Now there comes a time when Robert the Bruce and this other guy called John Cummins are appointed as guardians of the crown. So this guy, John Cummins, has, a, 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 what would you say, like a claim to the throne as well. So instead of people... What? John... Uh, I noticed that he's now called John the Common. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that would be like, you know, the second common, you know? Well, I or don't know whether he's smell. called coming or Common, with an N or a G. Um... It doesn't matter. Yeah. But him, him and um, it doesn't matter. Him and Robert. <laughs> what a 
brilliant thing to say <laughs> on a history podcast. <laughs> this guy's name, uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Fuck him. He's called John. <laughs> C-O-M-Y-N. Common. Common. Yeah, Common. Yeah. John Co- John Common and uh, Robert De Bruce are appointed as guardians of Scotland, really. So what they are is really like placeholders to figure out this whole thing, right? Of who who's going to be who's going to be king. Imagine being a fucking oh like a temp a temp file on the Scottish throne. Imagine being that, but still a bit one of the better files to be. Yeah, the Bruce file. So. What happens is, yeah, these guys are the guardians, but John Common, bit of a mouthpiece, right, right. He's basically, I think Edward's going, just I be the, I be the king, and then you can be my mate, and I'll sort you, you can out. Be my Napoli soy boy, up in Scotland, and he's going, nah. So these boys really don't like each other, and this culminates in Robert the Bruce going to see John Common. In a, a a church in Dumfries. Right. I've been to Dumfries. Have you been in any churches there? No, but I've been to Dumfries. I think it's... Isn't that the home, it's on the the border. home of Robbie Burns? It's near the border. Oh. I think it's Dumfries. Right, I think okay. it is. I was there... I was there when I was eight years old. We stopped there for a cup of tea. On the way... We on, drove, the, on the way home from Belfast? We, we drove <laughs> We drove from the boat in Stranraer to yes. Huddersfield. Brutal. What a grim trip. It was a grim... We went to Huddersfield to see family? Or, yeah, yeah. Or your mum and dad were like, hey, we're going on holiday to Huddersfield? That's, yeah, yeah. We went for two weeks, but we went to see Is family. this to see your auntie who talked like that? We went to see Auntie Anne. <laughs> and my uncle Tom, who remembers the streets were wider. Yeah. Yeah. What did Do you want say? a can of pop? <laughs> no, give me lemonade. <laughs> And give me your own Belfast accent. Oh my god. That lives rent free in my head. <laughs> Would you like a can of pop? That lives rent free in my head. You saying that I can she, never There was get a, there was a shop down the road from them called Leo's and she would go, Do you want to go to Leo's? And I'd be like the lilt of your voice. Oh give me a can of That's what I want. <laughs> Pat the head of the Nepali soy boy for that. Unreal. Anyway. Is that where he was from right now? Yes. Nice, facts. nice, great extra fact. So Robert Bruce wants to be king of Scotland. Him and John Common are guardians, and there's a third guardian as well, who's a bishop from Glasgow, right? Anyway, because by the way, at this point, I need to point out the church rules everything. Right. Okay. Right. So the church, and and at at this time, Scotland has a really, really great relationship with the Vatican, with the Pope. Right. Okay. So they are. They don't have to go through England for anything. Right. Right? They have a direct line. They have that hotline bling with the Vatican. Yep. So that's really important to the to the church, right? They love that. Robert de Bruce goes to see John Common, arranges a meeting in a church in Dumfries. They both walk in. Only one man walks out. There's a little he bit... He killed him in a fucking church? He absolutely stabs him. Oh, my God. They have obviously like a quarrel. Robert DeBruce saying something like, you know, you said you were going to back me up. You haven't. Maybe they had an agreement he reneged on. Robert DeBruce stabs him. Quarrel's a great word to use for that as well. Quarrel's great, Because um, a quarrel was, I think, a name for like a weapon, like a like a, like a a crossbow bolt that you would lift or something right. and try and stab someone with it. Right. But that's where a quarrel comes from. Mm. Something like that. It's definitely a weapon. Uh, do you want a, would you want a quarrel from Leo's? We could go down to Leo's. Do you want to go to Leo's for a quarrel? 
Yeah, it Crossbow is bolt? A, a bolt or arrow having a square or four-edged head. Lads, nice come on now. I am, I am pulling the. I am literally pulling crossbow bolts out of my asshole. Here. <laughs> this is unbelievable. You've got bigger things up there. <laughs> Sky remote. <laughs> Sky dish. <laughs> anyway, he he kills him. He Man kills John Common. Now the there's the, the, there's a whole thing exactly. That's mantle. That's, he that's shed mantle. this guy who wants to be the king of Scotland um, has shed blood in a in a church. He's murdered another nobleman. By the way, John Common is connected. He's a top boy. He's made man. He's got a lot of followers. His family's massive. Like Robert the Bruce doing this sets in motion everything that's going to happen. There's no going back when he does this. Now, he sort of does this thing where he's like, he's definitely stabbed John Common, who's either bleeding out or already dead. And then he goes out to one of his mates and he goes, here, you go... One of his mates, I think his surname was Fitzpatrick. I might be wrong. Uh, anyway, one of Robert the Bruce's mates goes, I'll go in and basically, like, finish him off. Um, do we... Wanks him off <laughs> in a church. Grab my last request and give me a hard wank while I'm bleeding out. Oh no! <laughs> so um, he basically Robert the Bruce tries to get this rumor going that ah we had a fight and all, but it was my mate who went in and ca- I didn't actually kill him. He did, right? He definitely did. He knows how much of a shitstorm this is going to cause. So Robert the Bruce flees. He gets out of there because he knows word's going to get back to the Pope. Right, right. Right? So he gets out of there. He flees. And um, one of the places that... uh, Well, sorry. He flees and he goes straight to this bishop in Glasgow who pardons him. Now, he he needs to get across Scotland to Glasgow from the coast right up to Glasgow. And he goes to see this bishop who not only forgives him and says like in the eyes of God you're forgiven he gives him robes and a banner to be for his coronation to be sworn in as king massive so but this is seen as very like illegitimate yeah you know so he's done it under the cover of darkness he's killed the other guy that has the claim so massive uh, uh, after, after this right this um, <coughs> what, sorry when was this what like roughly so what age was this coming when this happened this is like he's in his 20s this is 12 this is 1298. So he's like 24? Roughly. Yeah, he's in his 20s. So Everybody makes mistakes in their 20s, but like, don't know that I've ever you don't stabbed know if you somebody ever up. Knife John Common in a yeah. in a church in Dumfries. Stabbed somebody up in a church and then gone to the bishop from a new clothes. I've never yep. done that. Um, after this, right, he gets, he gets crowned as king. The thing about Robert de Bruce is, they think he's the only king in history to have two coronations Man. because someone was missing from the first one. So when Edward hears this, by the way, he goes bonkers. He's like, I can't believe you've done this and all. You're, you're a rat. You're a snake. You you're know? a wee snake. A wee snake. Imagine the knit war the bishop gave him. Mm. My God. 13th century Scottish knit. So this, um, this starts off, yeah, this chain of... Uh, horrific things that happen but uh, Robert the Bruce is acting like the king but the commons are after him like. had the rave version of the uh, rave heart as I like to call it had that come out 
You what do you mean the Clubland remix? Yeah. What way does that go again? That's soundtrack. Uh, what way does it Oh, class. Fucking unbelievable. Um, <clears throat> Robert, now there's... I should have been called Raveheart, shouldn't it? Yeah. Dan, could you scroll down just a little, a little bit? Okay. This is great on the timeline. An right. English army attacks Scotland. Next point. Yet another English army attacks Scotland. So. Oh, here, look at this woman. Look at the name of the woman he married. Sorry if I'm jumping ahead. You are jumping ahead. Please Sorry. don't. Now, I'm trying not to. If some of my dates and things are wrong about this, just everybody shut up, right? William Wallace at this point is leading Scottish armies to defeat the English. He is kicking the shit out of the English, left, right and centre. They have these full battles, yes? Was he noble or, or was it like in Braveheart where, he's, where he wasn't? Second son of like a minor nobleman. Right, okay. William Wallace, yeah. William Wallace is like, if you want to think of him as like the working class hero kind of. Robert the Bruce is not that. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that was William Wallace because in the film they make him seem yeah. that. I just mean Robert the Bruce was even way more noble than that. So William Wallace is kind of doing all this fighting. He he's on the battlefield. He's leading it. Robert the Bruce is not on the battlefield, right? He's can like. We, can we start calling William Wallace Mel the Gibson? Mm-hmm. He's making the odd. Robert the Bruce makes the odd cameo, <laughs> but in reality. He's more of a... Gibson the anti-Semite. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. But he's making the odd, you know... He's making the odd appearance. He's like a McDonald's general manager. Right, yeah, yeah. He's not He's not flipping the chips, but every once in a while he'll come in and take, a, in take an apple play. pie home to yeah. the wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dan, scroll down a bit more for me, and then we're going to come back to that. Um... These are important bits, though. Like, there's a couple of a couple of important battles there. Sterling Bridge was an important one for the yeah, Scots. Yeah, sorry, Dan, Dan, go back down. And then they lost the Battle of Falkirk. Yes. Uh, in ju- Before the coronation, there's a lot of battles left, right and centre. Edward I is, at the Battle of Falkirk especially, 20,000 Scots dead. And you know what to they- say about Scotland? The trouble with it? Is that it's full of Scots! Now, that happens at uh, the Battle of Falkirk. <laughs> Stirling Castle is regained. Stirling Castle is going to be really important in the story of Robert the Bruce. Is that where they run Scotland from, is it? Or? Uh, Stirling's, like, in the history of Scotland, really important because of its geographical position. It's known as, like, the heart of Scotland. Right, okay. So if you control it, you have access to the whole country. It and right. its rivers are one of the most pivotal things right, to Scottish okay. history and this story. Um, so that's that. That, that the Battle of Falkirk is 1298 uh Robert the Bruce is is like attacking England at this point and he's he he's like I'm really Scottish you know right I, I hate the English from in the early 14th century there's a lot of back and forth Robert marries Christa Berg's daughter Elizabeth the Berg <laughs> never see you looking so lovely as you did tonight that's a sensational the Berg but wait for this wait till, wait till it's the way it's the way Christa Berg says dance right <clears throat> Never seen so many men ask you if you wanted to dance. Looking for a little romance. <laughs> Give it half a chance. Uh, Dad, scroll down for us. Um, That's sensational. The English army uh, 
it attacks Scotland in 1304, regains control of Stirling Castle, which becomes really important. The year after that is when William Wallace is charged with treason and executed. Holy shit. Now... That's the fucking... After... That's when your man goes, ask for mercy. And he's all like, mercy. And he doesn't say it. And he just goes... And he, you know what and, I would have said at that point? Mercy. Your man's about to come, thinking he's going to say mercy when he sucks in his last breath. And he shouts freedom. Oh, Freedom! Melvin Gibson. What a fucking man. Like. You're, if you were in that situation, your last word would be, Chloe! <laughs> <laughs> if, I was not, if I was even near that situation, I would have just gone, here, I lads. Mercy me. No, <laughs> mercy I'll, me. I'll play, I'll play you a fucking game of mercy. No, Do you right. Yeah, that's the way to win mercy. That do you want to play it? Down in, no, because you'll win. I have tiny hands. Um, I can only play it with children. I. That's, that's <laughs> if ever there was a time oh, for no. the light of Emperor of Vesuvius, <laughs> it's now. Um, so look, I want I want to get to this. I want to get to this battle, right? Um, I'm going to muddy things up. Things are left, right, and centre. People in the YouTube comments are going mental at me. Why is Doctor Kieran associating with this? Guy who clearly knows nothing about history. The Robert de Bruce thing, um, when he when he killed John Common, I think might have come later. Who cares? Right. Who cares? But in thirteen oh six, after the death of William Wallace, he becomes King of Scotland. Right? right. And there's that second coronation that I was telling you about, which happens in Schoon in Schoon Abbey. Uh but What happened at school? It, it, it's Schoon. Schoon. What happened there? He gets crowned. Oh, That's right, where he's okay. crowned King of Scotland. Um, but the, the stone of... The, Karen, let me tell you this. The stone of Schoon was not present at the inauguration, so a lot of people said, that makes it null and void. So the whole way through him being king, which he is now the king, and he has done everything possible to get himself there, so he's never going to give this up easy. Now... Never going to give you up. He's, he's, he's Rick, you've rickrolled me there. Right. So... Let me rob roll you and tell you this. He once he becomes king, he takes on the English quite a bit, but he he loses a lot. So what the English want are these open uh field open battles, field yeah. battles, right? That's their skill. Is these big because they have the cavalry. They have these war horses which the Scots don't have nobody else in Europe really has a like them right. so they are seen at the time as like the ultimate and they just want open warfare Longshanks is looking at them and they're gonna fire arrows yeah in Braveheart have you seen do you remember this bit and he he says something along the lines of the guys go but my lord we we risk a, uh, what is it we risk danger to our own infantry and he goes kill that kill yeah. ours <laughs> just as good <laughs> This is Patrick McGoohan. Like, he, but here's the thing about that. See in the movie, he's a he's a old way ugly guy. Yeah, he's like, and and they make it so he dies at the same moment as William Wallace and all. In real life, apparently Edward Longshanks was a, a big sexy right? big bastard. Uh-huh. Yeah, a big man. Well, there is that bit where he looks at Sophie Who, Marceau. Who's saying like, that? Like I reckon he's paid people to. You, you think he's paid them? You think he's running about? Do, do a portrait of me there. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Say I was sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> the trouble with my underwear is that it's full of dick. You know what I mean? Tell people I have a big fucking schlong and I'm good looking. Yeah. Really pump up a crotch and all my statues, will you? Pump Pay- up the crotch. Paying off stonemasons. Um, but 
Edward Edward Longshanks. Let me tell you this. Considered, but even even Scottish people back then reluctantly agreed he was a dom. Right. Okay. Right. This guy was one of the best kings in terms of like warfare and all that kind of thing ever ever one of the greatest warriors in history right so you give him open warfare red rag do a bull he loves it catnip do a cat a scone to you yeah 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 do I don't really like scones you don't really I don't I I would never I would do you know what I hate I hate when you say that somebody here will go for you know you know like oh do you know who does this my mum see if you said to my mum here do you want to go for lunch I'll I'll be wanting like a sandwich or something, and mum will go. I'll just have a scone. I'm like, dad, scroll down a wee bit for me. Um, no, thank no. you, thank you. There's good. And um, oh fuck, I don't know about this. Yeah, yeah. What happens is, uh, I've got things very wrong, but but every saint has a past, and every sinner has a future. Remember the thing with John Common. It hasn't. It has happened yet. Fuck! It has, no it has. It has, it has. In 1306, Robert de Bruce flees Scotland. He's had all these big battles. He's lost he them. He's losing them, aye. Now, whenever, whenever Robert de Bruce killed John Common and shed blood, the Pope went absolutely nuts. Robert de Bruce is not popular in Scotland because what the Church does, what the, what the Vatican does, is denounce not just Robert de Bruce, it denounces Scotland. Oh, shit. So he's not popular. He's losing all these battles. And um, he flees Scotland. The king flees. And where does he go? Do you know this? No, I'm just saying it now. Rathlin Island. Oh my God. So you know we've done gigs in Rathlin. You know I love Rathlin, which is a... Did he take the ferry? Did he go to Morton's? Oh, mate, Morton's the Bruce. <laughs> in Ballyca- the chippy in Ballycastle. Yeah, fucking... It's, ne- it's not mentioned in historical Morton's details. Morton's the chip. But, oh my god uh, Robert de Bruce went to Rathlin Island which is if you don't know it's an island off the coast of Ballycastle in Northern Ireland what it's four, four by six miles uh, it's rugged it's beautiful we've done gigs there before puffins. I love it Puffins out the asshole if you like Puffins and there is a one thing they talk about a lot on the island is is when Robert de Bruce uh, solace there he was there for I think a year at that least shows year. you how little actually has happened there they're still talking about our gigs five years ago Richard and Brant- Robert the Bruce Richard Branson crashed a hot air balloon there <laughs> it's true um, but there, there is and now Richard we're getting a lot of what we're talking about <laughs> is Branson the Kieran, Virgin stop sorry. it that was a good one though that was a good one though a lot sorry. of Dick the Branson a lot of what we're talking about is <laughs> Dick the Branson pickle uh, dickle um, a lot of what we're a lot of what we're talking about is fact, but let's talk about a little bit of myth. Let's talk about a little bit of legend. I love this for some reason. There's a famous legend that um, Robert the Bruce was in a cave on Rathlin when he'd fleed to Rathlin. He was he was taking some time away from his men. He was in a cave. And he had been defeated twice in these famous battles uh, by, by, by Edward. But as he was in this cave with no distractions, he saw a spider trying to make a web. And the spider tried to make a web, failed. Tried to make a web again, and it failed. And he thought the spider was going to give up. But the spider came back, tried to make a web again, and succeeded, and made a web. So Robert the Bruce thought about his own challenges and his own struggles. 
he tried to battle the English, big battlefield, tried to gain field, and the easy thing to do would just be give up and stay on Rathlin, stay fleeing. But, by the way, the English have his wife and his daughters. Right, okay. They've taken them away. De Berg, Lady in Red. Yeah. Getting fucking Well, by the, the English. They were sent to nunneries and things like that. Were they? Aye. Now. Sent after they've been blasted, no doubt. When he... <laughs> Don't call me the long shanks for nothing. <laughs> when he sees this spider, he thinks about the fact that he's lost twice to the English. And he says, you know what? The third time, I'm going to succeed. He goes back to Scotland. The commons, the whole family, are still like, they're, they're, they're a problem in his, in his anus. Boom. Defeated. The McDougals are another family that are, you know, quarrelling with him and his family. Beaten. Robert the Bruce gets real support in 1309. As the king. He gets it going. You know what I mean? He comes back and he goes, listen, I'm not playing games. I'm the boy. Bobby Bruce isn't fucking around. In 1314, he demolishes Edinburgh Castle that the, the English are in. See, just see. Right, yeah, sorry. This next point, this is what I want to fucking talk about. In 1314, he invades Ulster. That went on for years, by the way, but you know what happens? We won. Good. We win. Good. Yep. Fuck off. He sets Bruce. up he sets up his brother Edward as the King of Ireland. Um in thirteen fourteen. Uh what I want to talk about is the Battle of Bannockburn. Yeah, this is massive. Which re establishes Scottish independence. So this happens in Stirling. Do you know much about this battle? I just I know that Scotland win. Right. I love this. I know that at the, at the end of uh, Braveheart, the show, that handsome bastard who played him. I can't remember his name by the way, but he he's also in the movie Equilibrium. But anyway, he um Shows you him with Braveheart's wife's wee fucking cum rag. And he fucking huffs it and sticks it into his armour. And then fucking charges him at Bannockburn. Yeah. So Bannockburn... make it seem like it was ten minutes after William Wallace died. But actually it was like fucking ten years. Yeah. Angus Probably not the same rag. Angus McFadden. Angus McFadden. Yeah. And he's been fucking... What was he doing all that time? Getting on like he owns Ireland. Hiding in a fucking cave. Um, now... <laughs> Confusingly, Robert the Bruce has a brother called Edward, who obviously isn't King Edward. Yeah. Um, by the way, now it's 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 Edward's son. Edward Longshanks is dead. Right. In these intervening years, we've got Edward the Second, and who is definitely not his dad. Did he have a nickname, Edward the Second? Eddie too. Ed squared. I'd love it if he did. Sorry, Dan. No, no, I no. We don't. It. We don't need to know. I, just, Edward no, I, I like we nicknames. You know, like fucking Kieran the Meek. Or something, you know what I mean? He's he's a young king, right? Uh, so the Battle of Bannockburn, it it reestablishes Scottish independence. It's it's it happens in Stirling, just just outside right. Stirling Castle. So what I love about this is, um, it's kind of funny because Eddie, let's call we'll call Ed, King Edward, but we'll call Robert Bruce's brother Ed. Right. Okay. Ed has Stirling Castle, right? <coughs> he's running that. He says to the English that are in the castle beforehand, because, oh, sorry, the English are in there. Ed and his mates are surrounding it, and they're like, well, you know we're going to win. But what he does is, you ever play someone, you ever say when you're a kid in the playground, you go, someone slabbers at you, and you go, say it to my face, and then they do come and say it to your face, and you shit yourself a yeah, bit. Yeah. He says to the English that are in there, he goes, listen, I'm going to pick the date, June, tw- June 23rd, he goes, 
unless you have your entire army here ready to fight us by June 23rd, I'm coming in taking that castle. So you've got till June 23rd. <laughs> Let's see how this works out. June 23rd, absolutely mugged. Entire English army arrives. Ed has fucked it. Now, they didn't have the entire army because England were still fighting in France at this point. Right, okay. But he sends like... You know he doesn't send like the top guys, Edward, but he sends like the the B, the B team. Right, okay. He sends the second string, but they're still way more yeah. numbers than the Scottish. So then Bobby Bruce is like, Ed, you... F- Egypt. So he goes, uh, right, I'm gonna have to we're gonna have to go down and have a big fight with him. So they go down. Now what happens is um around Stirling Castle there's a lot of waterways. There's the, the Pale River the Pale River. Um and you've got like strategic land. So they what they do is the the Scottish block off the road for the English and they kinda of move to both sides. And they have a little bit of a head-to-head. What the Scottish do is they've dug these pits with uh, spears in them. Right, okay. So when the English cavalry, which is their main weapon, comes forward, they fall into these pits. The English set up camp with their backs to a river and a river kind of in front of them with a narrow path to it. And what I like about this is the Robert de Bruce and the boys are like, here, you want we'll have a fight in the morning, and the English are like, yep, hundred percent. They're in this narrow bit of strip of land with the river behind them, river in front of them, river to the sides. Jokers to the left of me, rivers to the right yeah. and left. Um, when they in the middle of the night, because what Edward or what Robert de Bruce is skilled in is like guerrilla warfare, right? Because he does when he has got into these open battles, he's lost. What they do is hit and run. That's what they do. Middle of the night, dawn raids, that sort of thing. So they do a surprise attack. The English don't have time to get on their horses. So what happens is it's like a bottleneck. Only the first few uh, like lines of English soldiers can fight. Right. Because they can't they have way more numbers, but yeah. they can't all get yeah, in. Yeah. So the Scottish boys are just coming up. They're coming up against these war horses. They're just coming up with spears. They're beating everyone. Robert, a bit like said to my face, some young guy, that I think I want to say the Earl of Gloucester, his son says to Robert the Bruce, fight me in hand-to-hand combat then, like fight me just off the horses. Robert Bruce is like dead on, splits his head, breaks his axe. And he said, I like this, the only regret he has is he broke his favourite axe. That's a baller, that's a baller in it. Robert yeah. the baller. So what happens That's is good, they, they... Imagine splitting somebody's fucking head with an axe. At the, at, can't. At the Battle of uh, Bannockburn, they absolutely wipe the floor right. with the English. And Edward and like 500 of his men, I'm nearly sure there's 4,500 English there. 4,000 are done. A lot of them tried to flee into the water, but because they were wearing chain mail and heavy armour... They died, and there is an old Scottish Before legend. You would think they would have known about that. There's an old Scottish legend that Robert de Bruce, uh, I think, said, or someone said that you could have walked from one side of the river to the other on the backs of English bodies. Oh my god! In the water. Um, Do you know what's mental about that as well? Though, see, see, uh, big pointy sticks. Yeah. They've been killing people for centuries. Like, I mean, 
So when Caesar, what a hot take. when Millennia's, Caesar, surely? when Caesar took what? Millennia, surely. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like when, when, I not say thousands of years. Centuries. Centuries. Sorry, when, when, when Caesar took Gaul, one of the things that he writes about in in the conquest of Gaul in his commentary was the fucking that they would dig ditches. No, this is good. They would. No, I'm saying scroll down for me. me to tell no. them the Cheers, Dan. They, they would dig ditches and put spikes in them. And you know what they would do? And they did this in the Vietnam War as well. See if you dip the spikes and shit. Then, then it went, even if it grazes you, it, it'll, you'll get infected. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so the spikes have got shit on them and all. Oh, wow. They did that. They were called, I think in Vietnam they were called punji sticks. And they would like... like they, they made them in Vietnam for like one or two people to fall into. And it would fuck your legs up. But then when you get back to the hospital, they're like, here... You're losing that leg, look. Do you know right. what I mean? Fucking grim. Um, the the Battle of Bannockburn is the biggest win in Scottish military right. history. Um, they just absolutely wipe the English out. Um, now Robert the Bruce has always like played all these sides, but he now after this every like he's the main who would be like he'd be like Jerry Cinnamon now in Scotland. Right. Okay. Everyone loves him. Yep. Doing big gigs at you know Murrayfield or yep. Hamden or wherever. Imagine wherever Robert De Bruce coming out before Bannockburn and just doing a fucking great live version of Belter. Yeah, you know, um, he after this is kind of making raids into England. So it's not that he's, you know, it's not that he's just yeah. like we've got Scotland back. He's going into York and other yeah. parts of England that are on the border. Um, something worth mentioning as well is you're going Robert De Bruce. What a hero! Right, he still had these old arguments with some other like noble houses in Scotland. Right, right. He would just go to his mates and go burn their village down with yeah. everyone in it, men, women, children. So like, he, he is like a legend, like he is a legendary figure of Scottish history, but a historical ba- bastard. Mm. But I can see why in Scotland he'd be a, he'd be a complete hero. He's sort of he's sort of both then, like you know, yeah. defeating the English, but also being a bit of a heard his own look. but he was a rebel because like the church was everything and he wasn't afraid like he shed blood in the church like he his idea of being like nothing would stand in his way um just for the history nerds john common was killed in uh, it was 06 right 1306 right, okay. yeah um there's a 13-year truce agreed between england and scotland um weird number yeah. See in 13 years? Now, oh, fucking... one thing, remember I told you earlier about whenever like you win the lotto like a week before you die? Yeah, yeah. Only a couple of years before he died was he, uh, he was already like ill basically. So he spent, his whole adult life has been... War. Has been war, yeah. And just sounds exhausting. Oh, one point can I also point out one of the things I absolutely love about this story is he has another brother called Nigel, Right. Yeah, Nigel the Bruce, and at one point he's like, Nigel, take care of this for me. And Nigel is like a small footnote in this story, hung, drawn, quartered. Like, whatever you do in history, don't get Nigel to sort it. Nigel's never sorted it. <laughs> ah, Nigel the Great, Nigel the Brave. Yeah, Ni- Nigel the Impaler. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Nigel the Incompetent. <laughs> Nigel is never... Sire, Nigel approaches. Oh, <laughs> That's look, not going to strike fear. Here comes Nigel, the soon-to-be quartered. Oh, my God. Nigel, <laughs> Nigel shows up in, a, in like a nice fleece. 
<laughs> Poor Willis. <laughs> Luke looks like he fucking runs a he, he's gonna do a oh, good one thing. He's wearing crocs. Looks like looks like he's <laughs> looks like he's gonna do a guest bit. This is so shit. Oh my god, fuck up. What do you call it? I can't even remember the name of the show. Homefront or somebody call that show on a Sunday night. Country file, yeah. Country <laughs> Looks like he's Fuck that, fuck that so bad. Let's move past that. Anyway, Nigel's enjoyable, but um, yeah, after the Battle, battle of Bannockburn, which you can go there, we could go. You can go to Bannockburn? Dan, we could get the ferry, rail and oh, we could get the ferry, take a car, we could go over to, there's a visitor centre, there's a museum, we could go to Stirling, we could go to where the Battle of Bannockburn happened. I would love that. I would so would I. love that. Do you know something? I think as well, if the two of us get the boat, they'll definitely upgrade us for free. Oh, and we could go to the Nordic Spa. Yes. yes. Uh, Star Guy Five. Free kick. Yes. Um, so what happens is, uh, yeah, the English Crown in, in 1328 recognised the independence of Scotland. There's a tr- the Treaty of Edinburgh and Northampton. In 1329, the Pope basically goes, here, everything's sweet. Pope goes, don't worry about it. Robert de Bruce, he's all good. You're sweet. You're under no... Because uh, when the Pope heard what Robert de Bruce did, outlaw, he'd be like, mm. fuck this guy, right? But in 1329, Robert de Bruce died. I think he was 54 in Dumbartonshire when he died. Uh, they think he, he died of uh, leprosy, a lot of people think. I know that his dad, has, meant that his dad has that in the movie. Yeah. I remember. Or and he's all, all mad, no? He's all mad. He lives up in the tower and just like peeks out from behind the... Yeah. Like he's wearing like all sheets and all. He's yeah. just like fucking. So we, I mean, hit or myth. It's it. So much of it is hit, but yeah. the thing that people think is the myth is the spider. The thing it's just an analogy. The spider. I wonder about the spider. The spider sounds. Like I want something, that to be real. It sounds like something that he made up for a TED talk, though, doesn't it? Yeah. After he's had the success. Yeah. And he's out. He's out giving like a chat, and he's like, "Here, I remember this night when I was hiding in a fucking crack in Rathlin." Yeah. You know what I mean? Who hasn't done that? <laughs> uh, that uh, <laughs> he saw a spider. Oh, it sounds like shit. That, Dan, I mean? out of ten, what are the chances we can go to the battle? Of, we can go to Bannockburn. Out of ten, must be an eight. Like. Let, let's say seven and a half. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, please. We should do that. I I think we could go. I mean, I love the boat. Like, I let's get it. a historical expert to meet us there and talk us through it from the museum. Yes. I, I think maybe you could take a guide. Like you could take a. I could just get a job there doing that. Yeah. I listen, don't worry about this. Some guy, I don't know when that John happened. Common, he's dead. Nobody knows when. John, John Common came back 12 times in that story. <laughs> I think this is definitely a hit though, look. It's got, it's got to be a hit. I also think like, Robert de Bruce, when you, you know, he did side with England a lot. He did have self-interest, but it's a tale of a guy who just had a clear goal, which was to be the king of Scotland. To keep Scott, but I don't know because he sided with the English a lot. Although maybe he just felt he did what is he had like, to do. Is that like opportunist sort of politics where you go right for now? It's it's that it's that thing, oh, isn't it? Where you're playing both sides. So like, yeah. you're gonna sort of side with the winner and then try and get your own bit. Yeah. So you're sort of being a bit of a bit of a dick, like because he conspired a lot, and also um, near Bannockburn, there's an abbey, which is really important to the whole battle. Um and he he had a lot of like secret talks in there. The bishops basically the bishops of Scotland, uh, made him the king. Bishop makes king is that the thing? Is that a chess term or something? 
but the I bishops it was like the the bishops picked him as the guy right, right. but i think they didn't expect him to be this like crazy bastard i wonder what he did basically. for them though bishops don't pick it for no reason Cash. When he, cash when he cash and when he was coming back from all his expeditions iron, he's bringing them iron brew <laughs> i think but please let's go let's go i would fully go i, I would that. go um, but yeah, but I think it. I think it's a great story. I will insist if we're going there, that on the way, like, and I mean, maybe more than once. Um, fucking right. Yeah, that sounds exactly like a. It's a. It's a story of ruthlessness, and he is such an important historical figure. Um, obviously, years later, Scotland and England join up to form Great Britain. But he is a reason Scotland is its own country. Where was that union? Their union precedes the one with Ireland, doesn't it? I think the, they, like, in the 1700s or something, the union with Scotland and England. Because um, I know the union here is 181801. Lady in red yeah. is dancing with me. But we could go. Bruce to Bruce. Bang um, Burn. 1707. Seventeen oh seven. So yeah, huge important figure in British history. But Scotland was basically independent then, was it? From like from this thirteen whatever there thirteen twenty eight until seventeen oh seven. Is that right? Did all right. I like, got them. Got them four hundred years. You know. What I mean? Are you saying HGG historical good guy? Or what do you think? Because this guy did burn men, women, and children. Uh, I might go HBO, historical boot-looking look, boot opportunist. That's very hard to say, though. Right. I was a HM, historical mouthful. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? I think we're living in different times then. He did unify Scotland. I can understand why Scottish people would think of him as a hero. He did a lot of heroic stuff. Brave, played the game, guerrilla warfare, master tactician. But like most figures in history were finding out, did a lot of things were probably very shit. I yeah. think it'd be interesting to do William Wallace and compare yeah. their stances did on he all really, this. Did he really do the thing that they do in the movie where he fights against William Wallace, where he charges him down and fucking jousts him off a horse? I don't know about that, but he was he was like swearingly, he was against Scotland. Yeah, a he, lot. Fought, he fought, it did say there that he fought against them in some battles. Like. Yeah. Yeah, I think Braveheart is based on like a poem that was written hundreds of years afterwards, so it's right. it's all a little bit. Yeah. Robert the Bruce, details sketchy, but we sort of got there. I think we got. I think I think I was good. I, yeah. I didn't, I'm gonna get crucified in the comments. I don't think you will. I didn't. I didn't know fucking any of that. Yeah. Like pretty much seriously up until now. Braveheart. Yeah. You know what I mean. Dan, tell us a bit more about Rob Roy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do an episode on Rob Roy. I'll do it. Um make up for it uh, but that was the mysteries episode about Robert the Bruce thank you very much for joining us who knows what myth story we will cover next time I know but I won't say but it also involves a bottleneck <laughs>